What's up, guys? Welcome to the Father Figure Fitness Podcast. We are produced at Rockwall Recording Studio right here in Rockwall, Texas. www.rockwallrecordingstudio.com for more details. Check it out. It's a cool-ass place. Mondays, where would you Ooh, shave? In the sink, like a normal man. You, you wipe it out and put it in the trash can. How do you pre- prevent the little hairs from getting in there, though? Little hairs aren't a problem. Are you sure? Are yeah. you a plumber? I don't feel like you're licensed. <laughs> Why? Okay. Show in me my your pipe, so I have to do my sinks like every week because I have three girls in my house and there's hair from hairbrushes everywhere constantly. So what they, do you mean they, do them? I have to unclog them every fucking week. What do you, how do you do that? What's your process? Fucking pull it out and take the hair out. What do you mean? How do you pull it out? You have like one of the ones that like sinks down like the little... You just unhook it and pull it out. Yeah? yeah. From the bottom? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm making sure. I'm just curious what your setup is. Just the sink, man. I got some of that. Like, I got one of my sinks is just like the strainer sink, so there's nothing to pull out. So like when shit gets oh, my out. showers like that. Yeah, one of my sinks is like that too. So it's painful. So the then ass. you're safe. I'm safe until it gets clogged, like in the p trap and shit. Take the p trap out. I got, dude. Do you see how much ha- my hair is so coarse? It's coarse. Shit builds up like a fucking the plug on a hibernating bear's butt. What? I don't know what that means, but you guys never heard of that. Oh, I'm not getting no that. Heard of that. This conversation's taking too many turns. How are y'all doing today? Oh, I was good. Are you worried about my situation yeah, I'm, I'm, now? I'm, I'm worried. You got text Amanda. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm he so hurt sorry. you. Sorry. It's a nice padding though, like for impact resistance. <laughs> what are y'all doing in there? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fifty Shades of Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, uh, moving on. I didn't start that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. I did. You start everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. what do y'all think about that submarine that, that disappeared? Distraction. I've been, I've been following it hard, distraction. dude. Really? It's it's like intriguing to They're me. They're distracting you from what's actually going on. Well, what's actually going on? I don't know. They're distracting us. <laughs> You think every good it, point. Okay. Every, every election year, there's a freaking Ebola breakout or coronavirus. Like every election, is it year, election some, year? No, but like they're getting ready for all the. When is the election? Twenty four. Yeah, they start campaigning this. Yeah, year. like we. Yeah. They're we, distracting you from what's actually happening in the world. Do we vote November this year or yes. next year? It's yeah, November this year. this year, right? Yes, because they'll be in office January. No, no. they go in no, office no, 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 no. January twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, I was yeah. about to say. No, I feel like he's only been in office. It does feel like fucking eternity. Um, it does. Well, okay. Do you think though, if there was no distraction, we'd still know what was going on? Mm. Like, who's gonna tell us? Podcasts. Which podcast do you listen to? Real media. I mean, Tucker Carlson got like almost seventy million views his first Twitter video. Right. Like CNN only gets like a million. Fox News is declining too. I mean, yeah, nobody's watching that crap. Nobody watches mainstream because it's all. Well, it's not real news. It's opinions and propaganda. Well, I don't know about the submarine thing except for what my clients have told it's me. It's kind of crazy. Like, so, so, so lay it on me because I haven't well, I mean, like, done any research on you it. You probably know. I don't know the gist of anything. I really have I no idea. Know. It was five five passengers and then one or two like captains, whatever they are, and seamen. Seamen, yes. Okay. So, like, um, the, but the thing can't function on its own. Right, like they had to have a separate device to get it down there, a separate device to tell it where to go. Separate, I believe so. Like, so I yeah, so seems dumb. Well, they paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars a ticket to get on that thing. Where do you have nobles chase? They twelve thousand feet. Oh, two down, minutes. Of my question disappeared, bro. Okay, shut up. Because this is going to tell me in two minutes. What yeah, but this is CBS. They're not telling us what we need to know. <laughs> Five people in this underwater suburb for 10 by 13,000 feet underwater. Okay, so that's pretty you deep. Pay Why would you want to go that's down the th- that's there? That's the thing? Yeah. Okay, Ocean Gate, the company that operates is submersible, offers two and a half hour underwater tours of the wreckage for $250,000. It offered it. They're not doing it. <laughs> that's sad, but they canceled that subscription. Cape Cod. Is that where it's lost? That's where it is. Nine hundred miles from there, so not really. <laughs> or until Thursday, well, shit, it's Wednesday, buddy. Okay. I'm just reading in silence. Do you need music to read? I can hear my thoughts. <laughs> That's because you're talking. 
Well, it's like, yeah, what are they going to send down there to go get them? An actual submarine? Who's on board? The guy who made the submarine is on board, so this guy and his son are on there. Well, his name is Hamish. He deserves to go down. That's <laughs> sad. Him and Anna's son are on. Five people <clears throat> at that one little window? Hmm. Makes sense. What is like the? What part the, of this makes sense to you? What's the? Is it what? What's like the PSI down there? Like what crazy 5, number? Five thousand PSI, meaning like if one little, one little hole got in there, it'll. Yeah, they're all crushed. I mean, that's why it's bolted. That's closed, why I think they're right? all imploded. Yeah, they but. bolted it closed from the outside. They think it got like crushed. Yeah, everybody's been saying that, but then all of a sudden today they've heard banging noises down there. Like what do you mean? Using sonar, because sound travels through water. Yeah. Uh, they Fast. They radio down there. They can't do anything but sound. That's how they're able to, to detect where stuff is. Yes, and so they're analyzing the sounds that they heard this morning because if it's them, then they have to get something down there now to pull them up or they're fucked. That's interesting. That's crazy, man. So would you do it? No. Before this, they're, they're, before, they're, I would never go before twelve thousand feet under the. They're paying money. To go down there, they couldn't pay me money. Y'all ever scuba dive before? No. No scuba diving. I've been snorkeling. 60 feet down. Show for you planned today. Plenty. Uh, I actually did a radar today, so... Ooh, teacher's pet, gold star, Robbie. <laughs> I hate him. Thank yeah, I don't like him Still underway for the missing Titanic Taurus like submersible carrying five Jeez, people in the I'm waters of the North Atlantic. As of this morning, officials say the craft is carrying just 20 hours of breathable oxygen left. Late last night, Canadians conducting military surveillance in the area reported hearing underwater noises they say could indicate the group's continued survival. According to Rolling Stone, U.S. Homeland Security Intelligence indicates the noise is a, quote, banging that occurs every 30 minutes. Meanwhile, reporters have uncovered some troubling signs about the company that owns the doomed submersible, mm. OceanGate. OceanGate's CEO, Stockton Rush, was recorded back in November speaking on the safety of the vessel, quote, you know, at some point, safety is just pure waste. I mean, if you just want to be safe, don't get out of your bed, don't get in your car, don't do anything. At some point, you're going to take some risk really is a risk-reward question. Rush is currently on the missing sub. Plus, reporters at the New Republic that OceanGate is currently oh, being sued man, by former that's terrible. employee, claims he was terminated after raising concerns that the submersible was incapable of descending to such extreme depths as the Titanic wreck site. Now, meanwhile, a telling six-month-old CBS report on the sub featuring David Pogue, who I've mentioned before, has gone viral. Let's watch. Service an experimental submersible vessel that has not been approved or certified by any regulatory body and could result in physical injury, disability, emotional trauma, or death. Where do I sign? Oh. Emotional trauma, for sure. Take your shoes off, that's customary. Okay. Wow. Inside, the sub has about as much room as a minivan. So this is not your Dude, I get so claustrophobic in that thing. <laughs> we only have one button. That's Wait till I get my minivan and I'll let you ride it. You know, it, it shouldn't take a lot of skill. The Titan is the only five-person sub in the world that can reach Titanic depths, 2.4 miles below the sea. It's also the only one with a toilet, sort of. And yet, I couldn't help That's noticing how many pieces of this sub seemed improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components. I got these from uh, Camper World. We run the whole thing with this game controller. <laughs> Bro, okay. I'm out. Okay, but he's not wrong. Like, as far as, like, there's an inherent risk in everything. Like, oh, sure. Just, like, because, oh, the whatever governing body is like, yep, give it a check. But they if don't you're paying know. that much money for stuff, no, I'm for sure, sure. It's top of the line. No, like, I agree. Like, I mean, I'm not worried about the Camper World thing, but the control being a controller, that's a little, that's a little rough. That's sketchy, bro. Have you been to Camper World? That place is dope. No, I'm not. It's pretty cool. A lot of stuff. Handles. But, like, it. why do you need to go down and see the Titanic? Mm. <laughs> That's what everybody was saying. It's like it's a grave site. Why are you? It's not a tourist destination, and it's so far down deep. You ever been to New Orleans? There's not a recovery vehicle that could get down there. That's what I mean. Like, because we're humans and we like to do things other people don't. Is get that to the do. deepest part of the ocean? No, no, that's, that's a Mariana Trench, dude. Okay, I'm sorry. That even I just offended all three of you. Questionable. <laughs> well, they haven't been to the bottom of it. They've only they've so only traveled five percent of the ocean, but not deep. But Just I thought they width. they don't know. So what's the deepest part right now? Mariana Trench. Mariana Trench. I thought that's where Titanic was. No, that's off the east coast of like Japan, I think, right? Mariana Trench. It's like in the Polynesia area. Yeah. 
It's deep. How deep is that? Deep, deep. It's like the Grand Canyon in the ocean, so it's like it just drops at that point. Well, I need answers. It's probably like got like lava at the bottom. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, it's off the Mariana Islands. Now I know where it is. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> How deep okay, is it? well, deep at 200, 124 miles. Oh, no. Okay, we're not getting any of the questions that we want. No, that's how long it is. Oh, it's only f- forty-three miles wide. Yeah, they don't have like the most important answer. They don't know. How do they not know? What, what are you gonna send down there? Sound. Thirty-five thousand feet deep. Jeez. So, so they're so thirteen thousand. Yeah, so it's three times as deep. What's as going on down there? Freaking have you seen? Apparently, Meg, the Meg. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but apparently that's what happened. I love you. Uh, we're always on the same page. Megalodon. He just. Do you okay? Oh, that's what now I used we're to not call. on the same page. Real question: Do y'all think there's something like that down there, like that big, uh, like that crazy? Well, uh, whales are down there. Okay, no, they're not. not I don't. That deep. I wouldn't. Yes, they are. No. Yes, they travel. Are. Look, Google. I saw it today. <laughs> How deep do whales go? Whales can't go that deep because they, they go have to like breathe. they go like four thousand feet or something like that. Yeah, anything that's a man. They go past where you can a thousand to two thousand meters. That's not thirty-five thousand feet. Well, I didn't that's say thirty-five thousand like feet, but. Seven. They're down there. Okay, so they're not that deep, dude. Two thousand meters. That thing's thir- what is it? Thirteen thousand meters deep. Feet. The school. No, the giant squids are down there for sure. The Mariana. Mariana. Mariana's feet. Oh, the, the trench. Mariana trench. Yeah. Like, the, there's giant squids down there. There's stuff that can't. But do you think there's like stuff we don't know about down there? Uh, yeah, but it has to be stuff that can't get crushed by Beat like the pressure. Whales. Huh? Beaked whales can swim the deepest, and they go to nine thousand eight hundred sixteen feet. That's okay. very specific. I don't believe that. So they can't even go as deep as the Titanic. Mm-mm. That's awesome. I want to get better at swimming. You got a long ways to go. You don't go down that far. <laughs> I don't want to. Go, I don't want to go there. But I just want to like read that art of resilience. I maybe want to go swim so bad. Not like how he dude, did it. That sounds dude, fucking terrible. Swimming's oh. hard. Stop talking about that. Have guy. you ever swam like a long distance? No, that's what I mean. Like it's hard. My, my buddies in high school, like we would go like hang out like all summer, like my junior year, and. They would go out like we. One of them had a lake house, so we'd go, like swim out. So there was like this raft thing that was like probably a hundred yards out into the water. Mm-hmm. They would get there twice as fast as me, <laughs> right. like like legitimately Stop. twice. The snailfish is eight thousand three hundred and thirty six meters. The whale is only twenty nine hundred meters. Yeah, I don't even know what a snailfish is, but you're gonna find out though and tell us all about it. Now he's committed to the cause. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty close. It's almost as tall as Mount Everest down. Interesting. That's crazy, man. Yeah, there's a place deeper than the Mount Everest is high. Is Mount Everest versus ocean, or is that like from the base to the peak? It's sea level. It's sea level. Sea level. Yeah. So I wonder what it is from like the actual base of it, because that whole area, because of like the whole mountain range there, Himalayas, is probably. Elevated. They're probably sitting at ten. <clears throat> I wonder what the yeah. ta- hey, what's the tallest mountain from base to peak? Not like from sea level. So, our podcast today is just going to be Chase Google this so that we can <laughs> learn. This is what I do in my free time. Uh, Mount okay, so the summit is over six thousand eight hundred feet, farther from Earth center than Mount Everest summit. Monkey uh, is the tallest mountain from base to peak at more than thirty three thousand feet. Where's that at? Thirty-three thousand. Okay, no, so but that's that's saying base, like. What you asked? But yeah. like, see, but it says from Earth's center. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, not relative to sea level. I don't know how that works because, like, look at that Everest picture. Is, is the tallest peak? Peak, but this one sits lower than Everest. But it, it's, it's deeper. It's deeper in sea level. Yeah, because no, because it goes below sea level. Is what he's yeah, saying? No, I know, well, I guess, but okay. So it's a taller mountain. Technically. It's a taller mountain. It's like an island, is why. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Well, that's cheating. They were like, Haha, "Bitch, look at me. I'm underwater." Do you know Hawaii used to be one giant volcano? Yes. Huh. Have you not seen Moana? God, idiot. Hey, Same. you gotta watch this uh, Disney short called Lava. It's pretty good. It's so sad. No, it has a happy. Ending. I had a dream. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, Mauna Kea. It's like a, kind of a car I'm going to buy. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to Corolla. When are you buying it? Um, Never. Dude, remember mm. when he was buying an RV? 
I really thought you were going to buy that RV, too. Dude, I was so close to buying that. That one, actually, if I would have bought it, had they, we called, and they were like, we need, like, basically, like, cumulative $6,000 down between, like, the inspection stuff and, like, the payout and all this stuff. And I was like, ah, I don't have that kind of scratch on me right now, man. Sorry. I was going to buy that. I was really excited for that RV. I respect you a lot because I have the money to afford a car, like, on a monthly basis at a pretty easy, like, I could pay for one way more expensive than looking, and I'm so indecisive. And you're like, I'm going to go buy a fucking house. I'll figure it out later. And I respect that. I really do. Because I don't have the to be fair, financial fortitude to do that, I guess. Sometimes you just got to figure it out, you know? No, agreed. I don't have, like, the uh, somewhere in here. I'm like, no. It's not me. It's Carly. Yeah, well, that's the same. Dude, Man I, and are both I conservative. looked at every freaking full size sedan I could research before I finally went and bought a Honda Accord. Yeah, yeah. See, y'all do research like crazy. I don't at all. Yeah, he's like buy that one. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, the, yeah I like, like it, what, yeah. Two days ago, he's like buy that one. And go. I was like, <laughs> uh, no, dude. I don't know. I don't know how many miles it's gonna get. But you're right. Like my Nissan Sentra, it's got two hundred forty five thousand miles on it. It's not on any list. Like anywhere of like reliable cars. Like I've, I've never even seen it mentioned. Not one Nissan. And yet I've been driving it forever. So I'm like, these lists are dumb. Well, anything Japanese, they have a high standard. But I'm saying like I've looked at top 10 lists, most reliable, under 15. Like I've looked See, I don't at, trust those, man. Every, yeah. yeah. Well, and they're so different. The only one that is consistent. It's though, all opinions though, right? I mean, obviously there is a. That Corolla is. Yeah. I, so what I do is I'll look at like a bunch of different sources and I'll find the common denominator. So, like, the Corolla is on every one. Honda Accord, too. Both of those. You'll find them on every, like, most reliable vehicle for, long, like, commuting. I'll look at, like, best vehicles for commuting and stuff. All Always the same. So well, There is some truth to it, for sure. I mean, yeah, and, but ultimately, you get the one. <laughs> like, that's just how it goes. But I'm not looking for anything with any riz to it or anything. I'm just, you know, just being me. Just being me. I got to... I got a lot of other things that are good in my life. I don't need a nice car. It's funny listening to him talk about it with people, like talking about it with Shannon, and Shannon's out there in an AMG Mercedes, and talking about it with John, and he's out there in his Porsche, and they're just like, I don't understand this at all. <laughs> They've been there, though. They've both been broke. It's not a broke thing. You're just like, I don't need it. Like, that money can go to something else in my life. Oh, I thought you meant, like, saying, like, I'm going to get a $15,000 cap no, on this no. car. <laughs> like, I'm not saying what you can't afford. I'm no, saying it's what, what they you, prioritize. You, oh, it's what yeah. money on. For want. sure. No. What you find valuable. For sure. I mean, I want a nice other vehicle. I just don't want to yeah. drive a nice vehicle to work 100 miles a well, day. That's high end, too. Like, I don't that's, care about my car. Yeah. Like, it, but, I mean, like, we're talking about it. Like, shit, hell yeah. I'd like to have a nice, like, that. <laughs> I want a nice-ass minivan, guys. <laughs> yeah, but you, you put a man in that who doesn't drive ever. Yeah. yeah. I want a truck, really. I do want a truck. Like, there's this redneck part of me that wants a big-ass fucking truck. I show up, and I'm just like, I'll park in two spots. Fuck y'all. But then I'm not that guy. That's just somewhere deep inside of me. That's what I'm thinking about. I want to get a truck. Yeah? If you don't drive a lot, it's worth it. Cause it's either that or I'm going to weld on a uh, tow hitch on the back of my Challenger. Because I, I need to be able to eventually tow, like, a mini trailer. I cannot imagine. You're you're investing so much of your life into this little motorcycle. I love it, dude. It's become well, your identity. And, and I'm getting a dirt bike. Oh, yeah, nice. My dad's gonna let me use one of his if I get it up working and fixing. Hell yeah, dude. You're gonna be a, you're gonna open a shop, be a motorcycle mechanic. You should open like one that has like two garage doors. One of the garage doors, the motorcycle shop. The other one's like CrossFit gym. Yeah, That'd be freaking dope. <laughs> fucking drills going on all day. Just fucking bikes and barbells, baby. I'd be there. That's a great name. Oh my gosh. Man, I've never bench press a dirt bike. It's fun. It's I know. Fun. I was robbed of it as a kid, so I didn't get to like do anything like cool. I didn't get to play football. I didn't get to do any of that. Mom was overprotective of that kind of stuff. I wasn't allowed to like go hunting. Couldn't really? No. So now you're grown. I'm, I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. Hey, dude. Dude, in your twenties, have fucking fun. These two kids are riding dirt bikes. I'm not them five years old. One's five, like one's seven. And they're in these little mini dirt bikes. And one kid, like it stalls or something, turns off. And he's like, he had to be like five, like four maybe. He's freaking, I've seen him riding around out there. It's yeah, crazy. His little feet didn't even, like, he had, he's like leaning down. And he couldn't get it started again. And so the other brother's on his. And they're just not clever enough to be like, walk yours over to him. Let him hold it. And so my other, I'm out there and I'm like watching. I'm grilling. And I'm like, I need to go help these kids. Well, and I see my other neighbor, Joe's brother, Johnny. He walks over and is like, can I help y'all? He's like, I just need you to hold my back so I can start my brothers. And they just hop on and start his bike, gets it rolling. So <laughs> Aims it in the right direction, puts his little his little five year old eighty miles an hour later. They get back on it and they just take off down the road. I'm like, dude, 
if you can't start it, you don't get to ride it. That'd be my rule as a parent. Yeah, for but, sure. Because uh, <laughs> you're going to walk, be walked down the driveway going, I don't know where I left it. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, that's just country living, man. I just, woo, yeehaw. Yeah. Love it. All right, we were going to talk about this the other day. City life versus country life. The pros and cons on, I think, health and wellness. Because I'm... I go back and forth all the time, but I truly believe country living is a better on the mind and the soul and the overall health. But Dude, there are some setbacks. Define here. city living. Okay, like, yeah, like where I where I live is that city living? No. <laughs> so, so suburban's like in the middle, right? Because you're like suburban. Yeah. But it has I, urban in it, so I would say city. Because I can't imagine. It's either you're in a neighborhood or in an apartment in a city, or you're in the country. See, I couldn't do like that apartment in the city. I couldn't do that. I can't imagine. Yeah, I guess where I'm at, that was perfect for me. I guess like there's what like I want. three layers, right? There's like city living, there's like suburban living, and then there's like rural. Y- y'all lost, you know? That's where we live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like where we live, it's like I don't know whose car that is coming down the road. Yeah. And then you find out, oh, the neighbor just got a new car. Yeah. It's no big deal. Or a new husband, yeah, one or the other. Yeah. Well, that happens in the in the suburban <clears throat> life too. Yeah, apparently. Well, I've yeah. always been interested, like like the expenses too, compared to living further away in the country. Because I, I want to, I want to get out of a neighborhood, dude. I want to be like that. Uh, it depends on how much effort you want to put into your land too. Like, I mean, you can have like lawn service is going to be more expensive in the country. Like, if I want someone to mow my yeah, acre and a half and trim my trees, it's going to be cheaper out in the country. Overall, it's like cheaper. for the house itself, I mean, like the taxes, land, land is gonna be cheaper. Like all that. Yeah, yeah but it depends but, on where you, it depends on the suburb you're in too. Like up here, everything's more expensive than the country we live in. But we put a hundred miles a day on our cars. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's, that's, that's why I'm buying a fifteen thousand dollar car because that's an expense that I don't like. If I lived in the city, I'd probably lease. I mean, twelve thousand miles in a year. That's maybe you do that if you're like in the city. I do like what thirty five, forty thousand miles a year. Yeah. Easy. Dude, I do that. I do, f- I do that just because I drive. You, you drive and listen to music, yeah. I do like 500 miles a week just going to work. Yeah. yeah. But so. that, that hour drive can be good for you, too. Depends on how you use it. Like, yeah. it's a good detox for me. I get home, and I'm just ready to be home, like, with my... Man, I was leaving at 6.30 yesterday after Adam and Chris. Yeah. I was like, thank God I don't have to drive an hour home. Yeah. I really had that thought turning out of the gym. I was yeah, like, well, thank God. I thank you. I, I appreciate you thinking yeah. about us. But, like, I spend my hour drive there thinking about work. and like, Which is, yeah. The hour drive home is way worse than the hour drive there. The hour drive there is, like, almost relieving because you get to wake up. I can turn on yeah. a show, yeah. get my mind rolling. I'll turn, I'll like, I will literally turn off my show because I'm, like, thinking too much. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I, like, want to focus on work or whatever. Yeah. The way home, it's the opposite. Like, I'll be sitting in silence for, like, two minutes. And I'm like, I don't want to think. And I'll turn on something to distract me. So it's a totally different vibe. Were you all in the country before you started working at Studio Fitness? Oh, yeah. I've lived there my whole life. I grew up there. I was raised there. So you just don't want to leave? You don't care how far you got to drive? I mean, well, one, my house was... I bought a house for $50,000 on an acre and a half and to own it, and it backs up to my parents' 30 acres. So I live on a lot of land, and then we don't utilize it. Like So it's the country living without like the farm work. You know, I, I live in the air conditioning in my house and can drive to work, so... I don't like get the benefit, but if I want to, I have the freedom to. And there's no HOA. I don't have to get a building permit to do anything. Yeah. If I want to throw up a fucking five story tree house, I can, which is a positive for if you take care of your shit. It's a real big negative if your neighbors are a bunch of rednecks and they just have shit everywhere because that can happen too. So we both, a, we both have that. It's a catch twenty two. Yeah. So like my my neighbors, they like have like he's like a slumlord now. He's got like five RVs in his yard and he rents them out to people, like fifth wheel RVs. And the, I don't know the people. And, and it's like literally you look out just his front door and that's what you see. Yeah. Like, and there's cars, like it's Grand Central so, Station over there. So come, what do you do? Put an eight foot privacy fence in? <clears throat> right. And I can't say nothing to him. It's legal. So more power to them. So they're good people, luckily. Like they're not like bad people. If they were like malicious, I would have a bigger problem with it. They're, but on the flip side of that, Allison this morning in my class was telling us that she lime washed her, her brick on her house and uh the HOA told her that if she didn't rebrick her house they would put a lien on her house. Yeah, dude, the HOA has power, dude. No, and that's okay. So that'd be like I'd say anywhere where there's like They told her you have to rebrick your house. Yeah. And she said I didn't paint my brick. Like in the HOA agreement it says you can't paint it. She said I didn't paint it. I lime washed it. Is she going to get lawyers involved and stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, I I wish I could do something to my neighbor next door cuz he's like He's like a hall monitor. I think he had, he's like on the spectrum, like 
Seriously. I think you told me about him before. Dude, this motherfucker. <laughs> I, I'll, leave the, I'll leave the trash cans out. Like, after putting it out the day that they're out, and like 12 hours later, if I don't get them back in, he's out there at night taking a picture and reporting it to the agent. No saying, shit. I didn't get my trash cans back in time. It's that. It's like if something's off with our lawn. Part of the reason why we got new sod was because of him. He keeps reporting us. He reports any cars that are parked in the front. It's like, where's anybody supposed to park? At our Damn, house? that's that's a shitty neighbor. Yeah, he's yeah, dude. Like, what's like hurting you? Yeah. He ain't got nothing to do. Nothing, dude. He's like forty and he lives with his parents. Um, he's that young, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's like on the spectrum. Yeah. Get your shit together, dude. I didn't know Rainbow Estates was so fucking. Dude, it's crazy. Sounds very happy it's here. Crazy. No pot of gold in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. <clears throat> Malicious people there. So would y'all ever move to like where I'm at, like a neighborhood like that? Um, I could. I did it in Roy City for a year. I didn't hate it. I didn't get to know any of my neighbors. But um, I've I've pondered it for sure. I'd have a hard time ripping my kids away from living next door to their grandparents at this point. It'd be less about like me living next to my parents, more about like they constantly want to be with my parents it's like a values things too right because you can build like i'm a co- I like a community like i'm a community type of person so like i know my neighbors like we have a good relationship like we don't spend a lot of time together like there's not like events or something but if there is like i'm in welcome they're welcome here same like my family's just down the road so if i could find a like i just worry like in it feels like in the modern world like those suburban environments like they're not as friendly as they used to be and i don't know i don't live in one but like it used to be you didn't have like facebook or phones and stuff so you had to like just be close to the people around you so mm-hmm. you could build like a community but now it's like oh my best friend lives across town oh cool that's who I hang out with I don't go outside in the yard I go hang out with them so like there's no like need to have a tight knit community so if it wasn't like family and it was people I'm not going to interact with I wouldn't want to be that close to everybody yeah you know I like your I like your cul-de-sac though. So we live in a good little area yeah I, like it a I think lot. it's a crapshoot like do you have like get a shitty neighbor and it's like now you're so like we, we have good neighbors and yeah so i think that's why we see a lot of people move all the time because they're not happy with their little yeah, area the, the people around them just don't vibe yeah. yeah and i think that's as much as anything you know and the houses are nicer like my house isn't terribly nice you go to a suburban area the houses are nicer you get like lawn service for cheap because there's a volume of it you get all the services and stuff for cheap because there's volume so that's nice as expense wise and you have options, like you have a park, so you can go run in. You have like a, all the amenities that come with a suburban area, like a pool and a park and all that stuff. So if you want to get in that group vibe, you can. I don't have that. I have to drive in. I mean, I have the country, though, so it's like, I don't, like need, yeah. I don't need a park. Carly's, I just go out in the fucking Carly's yard. dad has a, like, just show up whenever you want. We don't, you know, and then it's like, oh, you're an hour and 20 minutes away now if we moved up here. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, we'd have to change our whole infrastructure of people we see would you move like into the like where carly he he lives if like the price points uh-uh. were okay uh-uh. no nah, you didn't want to leave that close to people not no i've i've driven around that neighborhood and there's it's a new neighborhood so there's no hoa yet and like you just drive by and there's a boat and a trailer in people's front yard because it, the houses are so cram-packed they don't have any they don't even have the driveway you have and they just have their boat parked in like next yeah. to the driveway hoa there there it's a pain in the ass but it's also a good thing because yeah yeah i just think i would i would have a hard time with i'm kind of i'm like kind of rebellious against like authority and i'm like who the fuck is is my i pay freaking property taxes Mm -hmm. like well okay well you wanted to live here this is the rules and it's like i get that but leave me alone yeah i'd be the same way yeah like versus where i live like i know i want it can be i'll make it nice but you don't get to tell me when (laughs) like yeah only my ass gets to decide that so it's nice i think health-wise like as far as like quality of life i get outside a lot but i think you can do that in you know a suburban area too yeah i mean like we're we're building up our backyard right now and then so it's nice to go hang out there and yeah we have Uh, a big backyard i'm adaptable like i could adapt to city living but now i got the kids like it's just different with the kids i'm not gonna uproot them yeah we've we've debated back and forth i like like Heath is nice. They like the acre properties. You know, you get this. Obviously, I can't afford those, but I'm saying like an ideal environment. Like you're near everything. You got all the nice restaurants. That's the cool thing about Heath. Is like, yeah, y'all got like everything off 30, like all the marshals and all the big box shit. But you got a lot of like quality like restaurants that are like mom and pop in a way. And that's nice up here. Like where we live, there's not a lot of options for that. Like yeah. you get like a few options. Like here, y'all have 
repeats of everything, and it's very quality for the most part. I mean, I know people eat it so much they kind of nitpick it up here, and, but it's in good. In Bank, it can kind of be like, you want to go to dinner? What hour no. drive are we making? Yeah, yeah, like literally, me and my wife the other day drove. We drove at seven points, so we drove probably 20, 25 minutes one direction and turned around and drove all the way back like 10 minutes from my house just to get food because we were like, there's no good options. It was terrible. And like that was, we passed everything. Like we literally, yeah. we go, if you want something, better get it now because we're about to pass everything. And that's a five minute conversation. That's how our town is, yeah. you know? So that's a, that's a trade off. I think some small towns have quality food, but we're just not one of Ours them. Ours does not. We cook. Which so that is better, but so like you do, and I think we're kind of in that in between phase where we live too now. Like not where I like my house is, but like the town, it's like it's growing, so the infrastructure doesn't really handle it perfect. So like on a Friday night, everything's packed, but it doesn't have enough people during the week for them to like make an investment and in making more restaurants and stuff available because yeah. they'll go broke during the weeks, which happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And so you're like in that middle area. So it's like, there's almost too many people for it to feel real small town, but it's not enough people to like get you nicer stuff. Yeah. Like the only sports bar we have, um, B and R, they don't even open on Mondays or Sunday, Tuesday. Sunday or Monday anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, you're going to miss out on Sunday football, but yeah, they just decided like because they can't. They honestly don't make enough money, mm-hmm. and so and they close at like nine o'clock. Now I'm like it. We eat a lot. We eat at home most of the time, so it's not that big of a deal, and it's kind of fun to drive like to get stuff. But everyday living, I mean, shit, you're inside four walls in your house with your Wi-Fi. Like, I mean, now, <laughs> now, it's the same. Like it is. It, like you know what I mean? It's the stuff you do like when you get a bug up your ass. I think that's what makes a big difference. Like, do I want to go out and make something on my land? Live in the country. If you never get that bug up on your ass and you just want to go out to eat, live in the city. You know. Yeah, for sure. I think people. I think being around concrete is really unhealthy all the time. Like I feel like it's a weird way to say that, but like <laughs> living around concrete. Like I don't not. I don't get to see the country unless I drive all the way out to McClendon Chisholm and go on a drive. And I like. I feel like just clear mm-hmm. when I'm around nature. Yeah, yeah, nature's good for you. The hospital and it's always on and the lights are always on, kind of shining through to this neighborhood and like it's just not. I see what you're saying. It sucks. Yeah, then now they actually put a they're like building like because we live like on a country road, kind of like imagine like two hundred five towards McClendon Chisholm, like this like how it's like sporadic. There's houses and stuff. They're building like a a warehouse out there towards my place and like every night now they've like they've got the they haven't opened the business yet, but they have like street lights and stuff. It's like. Probably a hundred lights on this fucking building. It's like as big as the gym. A little bit. Probably like two of the gyms. Kind of like that complex we have with the gym and the other building. And I'm like, these poor people. It's out in the country. Like, it's in a pasture. Someone just bought the land and put this in there. I'm like, now the neighbors have lights on all night long that are bright. Like, when I drive by, it's like, a, like, oh, is that Walmart? Like, it's so fucking bright. And I'm, I feel bad for them. I'm like, man, these people, like, live here, pay their property taxes, live out in the country. And now they got this damn sunbeam next door. So... I, I agree with you on that. Like, I do like going out on my porch and like looking up, and it's all stars and yeah, no, pol- like, no light pollution. Stars out here yeah. so and I can have a fire, like a big ass. Bon- I can have a bonfire <laughs> that almost burns my entire property down. Nobody can say a word to me. That's fun. Yeah. That hasn't happened twice. Do what? Nothing. Dude, I burnt. I cut down the, one of those trees that fell down in my yard during that storm a few months ago. It was a like a cedar tree. And I cut like half of it, and I was like trying to be a strong ass man, so I drug half of it to the backyard, and like then it cut it into more pieces. And it was a bitch to do, but I got close to the fire, so I had the fire built up, and it was probably as, like the fire pit was probably as big as this room by the time I got all this other shit burned. And I threw that thing on top. <laughs> like I, when I tell you, I had to back up like fifty feet to get away from the heat. And it's like there's trees that overhang over my fire pit, and I was like, I'm gonna catch the top of that tree on fire and burn this whole neighborhood down. Luckily, I didn't because it burned out fairly quick, but. <coughs> Country living, baby. Yep. See, we don't have trees like that, so we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Y'all have a nice property. Like, the whole property is nice. It is what it is. I think people in the country aren't as healthy, are health aware, health conscious, like, as a whole. Like, they eat shitty, eat a lot of fried food, and don't, mm-hmm. like, actively do anything for their health. And see, if I were out there, I'd be having steaks, I'd be eating natural. Some people do. my own stuff. For sure. It's just a different, like, it's hard to even have friends out there that have any sort of, like, health-conscious part of their brain. Like, our friends Jacob and Destiny, we've taught taught them so much about how to eat. Oh, yeah. Like, Like, it's insane. 
we go to their house and everything's in a box or a package or a, and like we just meet and produce like that's it. Yeah, like you gotta. I mean, I'm I'm very fortunate. I got a wife that cooks like badass for me all the time, and like I can grill and stuff. So we kind of keep it simple on that end. But yeah, I saw those steaks you were grilling this past week. Yeah, I hadn't. We have, that was a pack. We both Actually, got except seven ninety nine at Brookshire's for ribeyes. Man, I was like, hell yes! I only bought two packs. Deal. Yeah, he bought like six. I got, I got four packs. I did go. I think so I got about sixteen steaks for like ninety dollars. Yeah, it was a steal. Was, I had them today. They're so damn good. I have two left. I'm gonna make them when I get home. I had I made all four last night. But <clears throat> overall, though, like the people, like you go into our, like <laughs> you go into our Walmart, you ain't seeing like the hell, and like there's only Walmart. We don't got Walmart, Target, Kroger, Tom Thumb. Like y'all have, you have every, everything. You have Aldi, Fresh, Costco. like yeah, like Costco. literally every option. Yeah, he he shops at Costco up here. Like, that's yeah, we got Walmart and Brookshire's, and then like twelve dollar stores. And yeah, there's somebody they're building something right there next to Atwoods by my house. Mm-hmm. A little bitty pad. I said, Carly goes, what do you think that's going to be? It's probably another dollar store. Yeah. Because they're everywhere out there. Dollar pe- Tree, Dollar General, Family Dollar. It's everywhere. But they don't carry produce or anything, and that's people don't eat it. So they'll go in there, and they'll, they're like, this is cheaper than going to Walmart, and they'll buy the box shit off the shelves, you know, and they'll just... There's dollar steaks, you see those? No, but oh, uh, that's horrible. So horrible. you get that. So I think, like, but the flip side of that is you get a lot more, like, working class people and people that work outside a lot. So I think people are probably... Like pound for pound, well, not pound for pound, maybe, but like they're stronger in the country, like in that they have more resolve physically. Like they can go out and work all day versus a lot of time in the city, you know, they're commuters or whatever, so they're softer. But the flip side is they probably eat better and do more like cardio in the city and like focus on like measurable health things. Well, well, think about it too is like how many gyms around here? How many gyms do you have down there? For sure. Two. It's just not a part of the life. Like, two gyms. No, you like most country people though. They'll grow up, make like building fences and doing shit like around the yard. So like they build like a a fortitude, but it's not health. It's just like fun- It's functionality it's and strength. strength. Well, it's population yeah. too. Like mm-hmm. the density. Like if y'all had a twenty four hour fitness, like would it be used? We have it any time. <clears throat> it probably would be honestly. Yeah. Yeah, but they want to build one out there though, just for that purpose. Though. They just know they're yeah. like, if there's any lull, they're not going to make their margins. The margins aren't great. That's why big companies don't come out there. Yeah. Yeah. Be, I mean, you that probably, Chili's at one point was like one of the worst, like four chilies in the country. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. Like, you know, when Carly was driving from Maybank to Rockwall to wait tables at Chili's, people were like, why? And she's like, because I've seen the rankings. And I'm not working at that one. It's poorly managed. That's one I will say. Like, and maybe this this is probably not the case at every small town. There's some badass little hamlets out there that are just killing it. But our town has the worst labor force I've ever seen. So she actually went in one of the last times we went in there. She there's a guy managing it that she worked with at Chili's, and she's like, "It's so sad that they gave that guy a manager job because he's a fucking idiot." But they were like, "Are you willing to go to Gum Barrel City? Then you can have the job." Yeah, it's just like we like have high turnover. Like you go into a place, you rarely see the same people. Um, we have not done a good job selling what why we drive an hour to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we drive an hour to work because there's money here. Like you know what I mean? Like money's gonna breed a higher level of stuff always. Like that's just like facts. we're not ingrained in the community of Maybank. Like we live ten minutes outside of town. We drive to work. We go home. We don't communicate with people in yeah. Maybank. There's It'll be different. We just registered lily for kindergarten so that's gonna change somewhat but i tell man all the time like if wherever i live i want to be more involved in the community like i want to go to town meetings i want to be involved in the politics of town like i want to affect change in my community and i feel very torn where we live because i drive here so i honestly interact with like members of this like community more up here than i do at home every community in between here and there though i've heard don't put your kids in coffin don't put your kids in tarot don't like it's That's just everywhere like, dude so it's like don't buy a Corolla. you know there's no there's no middle ground of like oh i'll move to coffin and it'll cut my drive in half but then everybody's like don't put your kids there like, but they say that they say that about maybank we're the number where i live in van zandt county is the number four meth county in america no way yeah and i have lived there my whole life and how much math have i done this much how much math have you even seen this much yeah. I watch Breaking Bad though. That's just cool. I don't think it looks like so that. I don't think it looks yeah. like that at Manzanar yeah. County. 
No, that's not. That's not. Ninety nine percent pure. No. <clears throat> so I mean, like, like even when we're talking about like looking at cars, you can trust the statistics so much, and you talk to people. But ultimately, like, some people are going to have a good experience. Carly, you ask her about Maybank High School. She tells you it's the worst high school in America. Yeah, she's stressed about registering Lily. She hated yeah, it. She hated it so much. I went there. I freaking loved it. Yeah, same killed thing. it. Freaking killed great, it. I had a great time at that school. So it's just it's literally there's no right answer with the schools. I don't think. Are y'all close? Like ten minutes from each other. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, so y'all both take the same. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. I live ten minutes farther from the gym than he does. Every day. I, what is your take on the city? We've been talking about the country. What do you? What's your take on living in suburban? Uh, I like it. Yeah. But that's all I've ever known too. Like well, I've never lived in the country. Yeah. So. What's the biggest perk? I could I could live like where your your in laws live. They always say they have like acre land, like an acre lot, and a little bit of stuff to take care of, pool, whatever, space that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, they have HOA there? No. Nice. Well, actually, I don't think so. Because the properties are very like different, which yeah. usually means there's not an HOA because there's not like rules. I don't rules. think so. I don't think there is actually. Cool. But I haven't or not touched toes. What were we talking about before that? You asked me a question. Just like what you would say, like the perks of living in a suburban oh, area. And downfall. I mean, you kind of named it already. I mean, yeah, like when you see y'all post that y'all are at Northside, like we're close a to everything. Times a month and we're like, close to everything. Yeah. Is it more expensive though? What? Is. Like living there? Well, and also like having to pay for the fun of going out all the time. You know what I mean? Like you have to pay. We don't go out that yeah. much. Yeah, you're not like like we could go to the north side and not spend a dime. Really? Yeah. I mean, nice. you go let the kids run around, hang out. The kids run, you get a drink, you get if a, you want. Yeah. You don't have to eat there. Yeah, that's right. Um, you have to think about our gas too. I'm saying, like, um, I mean, where I'm living, when I bought my house, all that stuff is very affordable. Yeah. Um, now it'd be a little different story, just because everything's so appreciated. But yeah, it's totally doable. With gas prices right now, I spend about nine dollars a day getting to work. That's it, dude. I'm putting twenty dollars in my tank every two days. Yeah, I don't drive a freaking V five point seven liter <laughs> Hemi. What do you I get? Drive like, a Honda Accord for a reason. You get like thirty five. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, actually. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, I fill up like twice a week, so probably like 60 bucks a week. So it's about 20, 30 bucks in. It's about 200 bucks a month. But at one point, when Carly was driving up here every day, we were spending about $1,000 a month on gas. See, that's crazy. She's in a a Silverado that gets 16 miles per gallon, but she has to have it for work. We do like four to 500 a week, or a month. Yeah. Depending on her. Did you. Did you grow up in Rockwall? No, I grew up in Maybank. Steven grew up in Rockwall. So that's so confusing. So when did your parents move to the house that was here for a while? Right over here. They had a place in Signal Ridge. Yeah, they had a place in Signal Ridge, but they never got rid of their house in Maybank. Gotcha. So, so that's this neighborhood, right? Signal Ridge is down there by the harbor. Oh, shit, the, boys, condos? the condos. Then who, who was Steven's... Stephen was always with this kid. Then Ethan. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's his house right over there. Yes. Oh my yeah. Gosh, so and he practically lived with him. Yeah. Um, yeah he was there all the time. Yeah. So I, I, think I, was, I think I was in your setup. I think it'd be good. Because you got family here in town. You got both in-laws mm-hmm. on both sides, close. So and then you got, like you said, you got all the kids, but there's all the options for like different elementary schools, different activities. Like, well, you don't get a choice on elementary school. Really, like you're going where you're. <clears throat> oh, that's fair. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's how we are. Shit. Yeah, it's the same thing. But so, but, but there's also, also like 21 elementary schools yeah. in Rockwell ISD. So div- yeah. divvies it up well, and you also get like so many like extracurricular activities that we don't get. It. Like you know what I mean? That's like, what I was about to say. That's what gets you're, expensive. You're <clears throat> playing flag football. Nope. See, that's what, that's what gets though. expensive is though. Is yeah. like around here too. Is like all my kids are in camps this summer. Like Kyler's doing a strength and conditioning camp, gymnastics camp, yeah. cheer camp, and there's all these camps and stuff doing. Football, soccer, cheer, all that shit adds up pretty quick. But at the same time, like it's it's what it's you value. It. It's yeah. what you value. Yeah, like in the country in the summer, I never went to camp personally, um, and I was very fortunate. We did the circus too, so I had a very unique environment at home because I was gone a lot. So I wasn't like stuck in the country. Like no. that's why I'm not very like redneck. Um, I don't know how he avoided it, but he just did. He just, Ryan was talking to one of his moms. She came to the gym to get something from Ryan. She's like, yeah, her daughter was like nine. She's like, she's gonna be gone for six weeks. Where the hell's she going? Some camp. That's kind of crazy. Dude, I was a camp kid. My, my parents forced me to go to camp. Just shipped you Get out. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's freaking amazing, well, guys. Because it was either that or I was going to stay inside. And, like, I was addicted to PlayStation. Yeah, for oh, sure. They did it for your own good then, yeah. 
like all the people up here send their kids to Sky Ranch, and I can't imagine what that costs. That place is freaking. Yeah, that, was, that was fun, though. I bet. No, I always wanted to go to camp. I saw them fucking movies and stuff. Kids at camp just having a blast, and I'm like slaving, all, up, slaving away selling cotton candy and snow camp. cones at a circus. I only ever went to church camp. Those were not fun. I never went to church camp either. Dude, I went to one camp. I did Boy Scout camp. They had a blob. You ever done a blob? No. Bro. You ain't living until you done a blob. I know. That's what I, that was like the number one drop. Like a 20 foot drop yeah, on the blob. Yeah, dude. Send you. We need, can we go to adult camp? They have those. Have you seen that? They have like adult summer camps. You think Sky Ranch does one? Like, Not like in weird in a way. It's just like, like swinger camp. <laughs> they made it weird. They made it weird. They made it weird. It doesn't, I don't want a swing. I want like a, hey, we have like a cabin with, I mean, I guess you couldn't do like other couples because um, that'd be swinger. swinger. Those are called <laughs> state parks, Jesse. Yeah, but they're not organized. I want someone to like give We need me- team leaders. <laughs> exactly. I need someone to tell me like this is the activity for today and mess halls at I noon. Did I would have thrived cuz I love activities. Like I I fucking <laughs> like, <laughs> would have been a great camp counselor. I would yeah, I, I, dude. Okay, never too late, Jesse. I honestly for a little bit considered uh the job route of being a tour guide at like a state park. Like giving like guided tours, I'd fucking love that. Hey guys, let's go! So today we're gonna learn all about this mountain, and you know, and like just go in the whole spiel. So you can stay that enthusiastic all day, every day. Yeah, have you met me? It's my job. He does it. All, he does it all day. Yeah, every but it's day. variants. The workouts change. The people change. And he stays it's the same. The same fucking. It's like the circus, but okay, but it's that's different. true. You it's gotta think. It's like the circus. Amount. The circus just shows the same every time. The same every time. So you just put it on, dude. You don't change your routine every season. Oh, fuck that. Well, that's a work. You learn one thing and you do it till you die. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't know. I just thought that would be fun. But then I thought about it and I was like, eh, we don't have any state parks near here. The big the big thing that stops me from moving always is family. Yeah. It's important. Like, I just don't want to be. You got to, you definitely got to do it before you have kids. Well, if you're going to just take off. Like Steven said, they would love to move to Colorado. Don't have kids first. But also like my family's not affluent enough to come travel to see me all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like if I had a affluent family, like the freaking Joneses, hell yeah, I'd move to Aspen. They can come fucking fly there every week if they want to see me. That's and, and um, fly back. So like that is a big like if we, if everyone in my family made money, hell yeah, I'd move from the mountains or the beach or whatever. But as it is, it's like, man, we just gotta make it work for everybody. That, that was a big part of why we moved back because Carly was waiting tables at Chili's. She worked a double every Saturday and Sunday. So she was gone son of literally like nine AM to 2 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. So I was just go to Maybank by myself yeah. every weekend. Or sit in that house by myself every weekend. I didn't have friends in this area. I didn't talk to anybody in my neighborhood. So I just sit there. I think you I'd have- go sit at Chili's at the bar with her while she was bartending. You're so, stop being so sad. Look at you now. That's why we moved Look back at you to now. Maybank. No one's paying you to talk. But they should be. They should be. We're working on that. Um, I stole my whole thoughts. <laughs> I heard. Good. What I was gonna say is because like so like you're in an awesome situation. Y'all are all already up here. Y'all can afford it because you got in at a good time. So I think as like a parent, like at the time when it's like, all right, when can I upgrade my life to making it where now my kids are gonna have that, and then I'll be there near my kids, but they get to live in a city and like or live in a nicer area. Like you got to make that jump at a certain point, I guess. Like so, my parents when they pass inevitably uh, you know it's gonna happen and maybe not before me who knows but eventually they'll pass right so then i'll be in my house with my kid and my wife and then really nothing holding me there right except maybe other family but y'all are gonna be coming up here probably forever so like at that point it's like all right maybe now's the time to move and like make new roots because the roots here have kind of gone you know and that way my kids when i'm grandpa they can be in the city and I can be nearby, but we're in a nicer place and they don't feel that need to have to get away from me. Or even if it's moving to Colorado or whatever, but making it like where it's, cause you got to set your kids up at some point, you know, like there's got to be like a, you don't want them going, well, I'd leave my bank, but I don't want to leave my parents. Yeah, you know, sure. like that's hard on kids. Like your brothers do it, but you guys are there, you know, cause you want to be there for your family and stuff like, and so, and they drive back a lot. So it's just a, it's a time, like it's, I think it's a time in your life thing. And right now for both of us, the country is like yeah. where our, well, roots, that's why we our roots are. To, we've had to make friends with like the cheer parents out there because like we have to get away from just mom and dad. Like, well, people are cool. Like, I mean, just because they're country people doesn't mean they're bad. No. There ain't nothing cooler about the people up here, really. You just have to influence them like to eat better. You don't just go and like, well, what are y'all having for dinner? It's like, no, we're going to come and no. we're going to hang out and we're going to cook. Like, you know. I have a hard time making friends. I mean, Amanda, 
We are not friendly people. What do you mean? I mean like I'm a no. I'm, no, hey, no, hear me out. He's there. not telling any lies right now. No, it's like <laughs> like I I'm the friendliest motherfucker you ever met. Like when we interact like in a short term, but like having like deep relationships with friends. Like when's the last time we hung out outside of work? You tell me, buddy. Exactly. You don't love me. I'm not a friend. I'm like I'm not a good friend. I'm not a hey. Like you have all sorts of good friends. Like you, like you said, Brett texts you it, once a week. His, you know how many friends I text once a week that are close. It has taken me. I've become. We're like right that. here. Huh? I've become more like that too. Though. Like yeah, I started. I, I started my adult life like that. Like I didn't even have a friendly personality, and mm-hmm. I just I was an asshole. I didn't want to fucking talk but, to people. But you put work into relationships. So like you text Jacob, you text John, you text uh, your cousin. Like you have yeah. people you text on the at least on the weekly, right? Yeah. I don't have one person like that in my life except y'all. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You were talking about like uprooting your life. Like, your parents are really it. No, like, for sure. Y'all don't even hang out with us that much. No, we're like, 10 minutes away. Because, we, like, we're doing our thing. Y'all are doing your thing. Like, and we're all, just, we're, and I guess we're just in our head, we're always doing our own thing. Like, we're never like, hey, it's Tuesday. Let's go see friends. Ever. It's like always a weekend thing. Well, like, I think that's also y'all's productive mindset. Like, y'all are very productive people. Productive. I'm at home. I'll be watching a TV show. Like, no, right. I'm saying, like, like, just being fitness leaders. Y'all are productive-oriented people, so you so you think health choices as well. Whereas, like a lot of my friends that I just don't talk to anymore, the only reason is because the only time I can see them is if we go out, right? Go drink. That's true. I don't want to do that. That's the thing I was about to say is like me and Lacey don't do that either. Lacey has friends from like your mom and stuff like that Mm. that she'll hang out with on occasion and stuff. We don't go out with anybody and do anything. Cause like if I'm going, if I'm working for twelve hours, I want to go home and just go home. Oh, for, for sure. sure, I don't want to go hang out with people. I want people to come to my place, and I guess it's just not it's most not the most accessible place because it's far like from everything. So like, I'd rather people come to my place. But then Amanda's like, she's she has to also be in the mindset of let's have people come over because she's kind of like it's a, very taxing on you. Yeah, like and we just have never made a concerted when we were in our young twenties and like we had Chris and Candace and we had these other friends that we'd go like we'd drive to Colorado and see them and we'd make. Like essentially make dates with friends, and I I literally don't do that anymore. We then, had people over on Sunday, mm-hmm. Taylor and Jared. Oh my god, their kids were stressing me out so bad. They trashed our house, and then they were like, "All right, kids, let's get up and get our shoes on." And I was like, "And clean all that shit up first. Like I said it. I like no. Like my kids will help you, but like they don't do this. Like everything was no. pulled out all yeah. over the living room. Oh god, they were driving me nuts." We like hanging out with them, but like their kids are just monsters. That happens to me and Amanda too. Like we're like, we'll get a bug up our butt. Like let's make some friends, and then we're like, oh, that was horrible. I hated that. <laughs> you know. But see, and, and for, it's not their kids are bad. It's just like when kids get together, they, they make work. messes. Yeah. And it's like also like we, I get so much social interaction on a daily basis. I don't need it when I get home and on the weekend. Yeah, and yeah. Amanda doesn't. She has her family, like her mom, her sisters. So she gets that cut filled on that end. Like she's got, she's like Nathan in that. She'll text people all day. Like she has her keep, people. That they text mm-hmm. that group of women, the Adrian and all their daughters. It, it is unbelievable. To yeah, but they, they, they know it has to work, right? I have a, I have a haircut at two twenty, so it's one twenty. Yeah, you need to leave. <laughs> You're gonna be late. Yes, I am. Um. Anyway, so move to the country and then move back to the city. <laughs> Never ended. And then, and then we can have this debate back and forth. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in today to the Father Figure Fitness Podcast. For more info about our producer, Chase, and the owner of Rockwell Recording Studio, visit www.cha5e.me. Visit www.rockwallrecordingstudio.com for more details. The best place to reach us and ask questions is on our Father Figure Fitness page. It's on uh, Facebook. It's a private group, but we have a lot of dads in there that uh, we talk about all the things pertaining to your fitness. So uh, if you have any questions, find us there and ask them, and we'll answer them on our podcast. Thanks, guys.